I'm Lucy from Beaver and today is Friday the 29th of December 2023 and this is your December newsflash. This month, Beaver has introduced free membership for equine veterinary nurse students. Having introduced free veterinary student membership in 2020, it has made this move to extend its support to equine veterinary nurse students as well. Veterinary students will now get free access to Beaver online journals, discounted tickets to Congress, free access to Beaver's online learning platform and access to a range of practical veterinary apps as well as membership benefits. We can also announce free subscription for Beaver members to Equi Management magazine, which covers business solutions for equine vets. This month, members of Beaver Council and the HQ team attended the first Horses in Society meeting which is a stakeholder industry-wide meeting held for the first time at Sadler's Hall in London to discuss the social licence to operate and the role that the industry plays. We would also like to pay tribute to Joseph Robert Bainbridge, one of Beaver's past presidents from 1989 to 1990, who has sadly passed away. He will be well known for his role in developing the commercial exhibition at Congress and for organising a famous Hawaii 9 trip where Beaver members went to study in Hawaii and enjoyed a holiday afterwards. The BHA have issued a full notice this month for trainers and vets regarding the use of dantrolene. Please go to their website for more information. A study in racehorses in Hong Kong has found them to have lower levels of vitamin D than their counterparts in UK, believed to be as a result of not having access to grazing. More information can be found on the Beaver News pages or Buddy app. British Show Jumping is inviting equine vets to help develop a national measuring system for ponies competing at British Show Jumping events. They are initially looking for vets to support training and chat through issues at a standardisation day on Thursday the 18th of January at British Show Jumping's National Training Centre. If you're interested, please contact them at sportteam at britishshowjumping.co.uk. The British Veterinary Union, the BVU, have discussed how the EMS requirements placed on students risks making the profession elitist because it results in students who are poorer suffering more than those who are not. The RCVS elections for RCVS Council and Veterinary Nurse Council are due to take place next spring. Veterinary surgeons and nurses who wish to stand as election candidates must submit their nomination forms by 5pm on Wednesday the 31st of January 2024. NOAA has issued statements saying that there is no evidence for veterinary medicine pollution claims. The Association of Animal Medicine Companies said measures to ban use of several pesticide substances would severely reduce treatment options. The VMD have issued an update this month for Aquilis TE, the suspension for injection for horses from MSD, which states addition of the adverse event hypersensitivity reaction with a very rare frequency. And then Protec West Nile suspension for injection for horses from Bowringer has added in sections addition of injection site abscess with a very rare frequency and for the administration of the vaccine use sterile and antiseptic free and or disinfectant free material. CVS has announced a new pregnancy loss support programme. The scheme is intended to help managers after a policy of paid compassionate leave was introduced earlier this year. 
In welfare news, on the 4th of December, the UK government introduced new legislation to ban live exports for slaughter. Following this, the European Commission has announced proposed reforms to the EU laws which would limit journeys to slaughter to a maximum of nine hours. World Horse Welfare has launched a new online advice hub for horse owners. The charity's website has a section that now provides horse owners and caregivers with the latest advice on equine welfare. Resources are available for free on a range of topics covering areas such as health, nutrition, behaviour and the environment. The Equine Infectious Disease Surveillance Group and the University of Liège is delighted to announce that it is partnering up to promote their atypical myopathy alert network, the AMAG. This enables swift reporting and widespread alerts for vets and horse owners to combat atypical myopathy outbreaks. This initiative will help to enhance diagnosis, identify survival factors and improve prevention. Report cases or receive alerts by going to the EIDS website sign-up tab and click on University of Liège. The EIDS is also attempting to widen the surveillance network. Is your practice using one of the latest kit-based or tabletop diagnostic testing platforms such as NLE Zipona LAMP, GeneReach Pocket IIPCR or Fluxigy Direct PCR? If so, please consider contributing to the EIDS Equine Surveillance and Anonymous Disease Reporting of Equine Endemic Infectious Diseases by submitting EIDS outbreak reporting forms when infectious diseases such as flu and EHV are confirmed on your testing platform. In addition, we would be keen to receive quarterly summary testing data for inclusion in the UK Equine Quarterly Disease Surveillance Report. The quarterly surveillance reports consolidate data arising from multiple diagnostic laboratories and vet practices in the UK, with this collaborative effort providing a unique insight into diagnostic testing, efforts and disease occurrence on a national scale. If interested, please email equinesurveillance at vet.cam.ac.uk for further info. Recognition is key and we do acknowledge all participating laboratories in the quarterly reports. In the last two to three months, we've seen the first cases of blue tongue in the UK, which has affected 28 cattle and one sheep so far in Kent and Norfolk. Whilst this virus does not affect horses, it is worth noting that the principal blue tongue vector is the Culicoides species of biting midge, which are also responsible for the transmission of African horse sickness. West Nile virus is transmitted by the Culex species of mosquito. Congress Clinical Abstracts for next year. James Crabtree, Chair of the Clinical Abstracts Committee, has announced that for anyone submitting a clinical abstract, there will now be an option to choose between submitting the traditional Clinical Research Abstract, CRA, or a new Clinical Descriptive Abstract, CDA. This new option will allow clinicians and practitioners to report observations that they have made in clinical cases that shed light on possible harms, treatment outcomes or approaches to diagnosis and therapy. It will also allow for an extra 200 words having different headings and rather than describing results, authors will describe their clinical observations. Unlike a CRA, with the new CDA, authors can also upload supplementary files for reviewer use. Following the submission deadline, accepted authors will be invited to present an oral presentation at Beaver Congress 2024. For both abstract formats, the presentation will be 10 minutes in length with two minutes for questions. 
all accepted abstracts will be considered for publication in a special online supplement of Equine Veterinary Journal. And those presenting the abstract are eligible for a range of awards for the most informative pieces of work. Relevance to clinical practice is important to the Beaver Congress audience and will be a key factor when we make our final decision. And I'll encourage you to read the advice, pitfalls and common errors section of the guidance document, says Celia Marr, editor of EVJ. Abstract submissions are open for the 2024 Colic Symposium, with the deadline being the 1st of February. In the latest virtual issue of EVJ, guest editor Roger Smith has chosen 13 articles with the intention of redressing the balance of veterinary practitioners being more interested in knowing if treatments work rather than why they work. The virtual issue is free to view for 12 weeks and marks Roger's recent appointment as president of Beaver. Don't forget to read the Keston News Hour and Mill Lecture AAEP 2023 virtual issue, which is also available online. Journal Ask of the Week is Surgery of the Paranasal Sinuses of Horses by Jim Schumacher, Jack Easley, and Pally Brink. In other Beaver podcasts this month, we have Beaver Pod Life episode from New Council members Angela Jones and another from New Council member Helen Bickerton. Angela talks about making equine work fit around her life and Helen talks about making equine practice sustainable for everyone. In this month's Eve podcast, they featured gastrophilus species management within an era of antalmintic resistance with Simon Daniel. And in this month's Evie Jane Conversation podcast, Rose Talon talks about antibiotic resistance, whilst Nicola Lynch discusses desmitis of the accessory ligament of the deep digital flexor tendon. CPD announcements. We have a clinical catch-up on sarcoids, which is on Wednesday the 10th of January from 8 till 9pm. Then on Wednesday the 17th of January from 8 till 9.30pm, we have a transatlantic equine clinic on standing fracture repair. SPIVs are offering Beaver members a 10% discount on tickets for their 2024 Congress which is taking place at the Hilton Birmingham Metropole from Thursday the 25th of January to Saturday the 27th. The National Equine Forum for 2024, which is held at the Institution of Mechanical Engineers in London, will be taking place on Thursday the 7th of March. The inspiring programme, which will also be live-streamed, will shine a spotlight on some of the issues affecting the equine sector from licensing, health and welfare accessibility and sustainability. 2024 courses from Beaver include laminitis, EMS, PPID and their part in the pedal bone downfall, which is an online course being held on Thursday the 25th of January. Then on Thursday the 28th of March, there is ambulatory nursing at Bottle Green Training, Derbyshire. And then on Wednesday, the 10th of April, there is the Fundamentals of Sedation, Field Anesthesia and Castration being held at Maze and Scrine Veterinary Practice in Sussex. The Ultrasonography of the Tarsus webinar from Roger Smith is now available on demand. The 2024 Congress Committee is being featured in this week's e-news. We have Michael Schrammer as committee chair, Andy Fisk-Jackson, who joins from last year's as committee chair, Peter Clegg, who's the Programme Guardian for Orthopaedics and Sports Medicine, including surgery. 
Jane Boswell, Programme Guardian for Imaging and Anesthesia, Simon Curtis for Farriery, Derek Nottenbelt for Internal Medicine, Bruce Bladen for Orthopaedics and Sports Medicine, Camilla Scott for Reproduction, Marie Rippingale for Veterinary Nursing, Tim Barnett for Dentistry and Current Affairs, and 2025 Committee Chair Rose Talon. We've added links in the podcast description for more information on everything covered in this episode. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next month. Have a great new year.